So we'll be sitting for about three quarters of an hour, then each of uh, the three teachers will say a brief few words and finally um, the course will end with the guided metta meditation by Shaila. Yeah? So just that you know what's happening in the immediate future, the long-term future, you will have a, a good say in yeah. I'd also like to express my appreciation for this opportunity to practice together. It has been um, a joy and um, a very um, deepening and rich exploration um, for me personally as well. Um, Some of you have um, approached me in the um, interview format asking um, for... um, um, some uh, instructions on the deepening of samadhi and the exploration of the jhana practices, which um, I have written about in two books um, that are available in the welcome room later. So if you're interested in that, you're welcome to explore those books and um, know that I do teach a method for um, attaining and mastering the states of jhana um, about once a year, usually in California, and the next one a registration is open for, and it will be a June-July period, and you can pick up the flyers or look at my website. Um, And I also offer online courses, um, both on insight and concentration practices, and again, the information is um, on the table and the um, Um, There's a course open for registration right now, which is going to start in May, and it will be on self and not-self, the construction of identity and the five clinging aggregates. And then we have a a five, I'm sorry, a a four-series course on the deepening of concentration. So somebody could do it, it over four years, getting different parts of the of the establishing of samadhi and the understanding of how it fits into the development of insight and awakening with a strong emphasis on um, concentration and jhana. So those are all online and um, 
offerings. So you can just find out by looking at my two websites. I have a website for the online and a website for my local group in California, which also covers my retreats. I don't have any other great non-Buddhist quotes to share. So I'll just say thank you. Yes, I'm grateful for being here. Um, um, it was a pleasure to take up uh, Venerable Anale's invitation to join him here. Thank you for your trust. Um, basically by sitting here patiently listening and meeting your worlds and listening to us. Uh, the trust I have felt in your individual talks to me I apologize if I have not responded to some of your notes or not to all of your questions. If I have uh, inflicted bad English on you or, or French philosophers for that matter. <laughs> um, I, I am learning. And although it seems that the talking is a little one-sided uh, here in this situation where some people sit on a stage and seem to do more talking than others. Uh, rest assured that um, in meeting you, in meeting a situation in which you create an ambience and a milieu, uh, I meet parts of you and I grow, I learn, I receive. It's not so that we're just bestowing here stuff. Uh, uh, there is no retreat that I don't learn from participants and I just want to acknowledge this. I want to acknowledge that your generosity of spirit, your generosity of heart, your willingness to uh, practice and to make, you know, to take serious what we believe to offer, that is deeply rewarding to me. It is probably the most meaningful thing in my life you know, when I meet others. Besides my own practice and um, a few people who are very dear to my heart actually seeing that what I treasure is taken up by others and they make it theirs, they metabolize it and run with it is deeply rewarding. Yeah. So I want to acknowledge this, that I'm not just one who gives, but I'm also one who receives here. Um, I'm, as you may know, passionate both about the suttas and also about some developmental aspects of contemplative life. I, um, I'm not very much over in the U.S., but when I'm here, I'm generally here at IMS. So I'll be right now I'll be down at the BCBS for a study course on uh, a fascinating under undertaught topic of uh, Lokutara Paticca Samupada the progressive dependent arising. Um, I'll be here next summer with John Peacock and with Christina for a meditation course and later on for the New Year retreat and so on. I'm also part of a fledgling institute called Bodhi College, which is Europe, uh, European-based, but hopes to go uh, on its first online venture sometime later next year. And um, that may reach the Americas as well. Um, I feel not committed to non-Buddhist teachings, so I wanted to um, 
just give you a tiny little snippet of something I find precious. And although Venerable Nalaya will cringe when I say that, he's actually written a wonderful research article about it. <laughs> it's called the Siddhaka Sutta, and it's uh, a lost little piece amongst the nuggets in the Sat- Satipatthana Samyutta. It's the story of uh, two acrobats, <coughs> a story that starts with a frame narrative. The Buddha speaks to his monks and he tells that story to his monks. And in that story, there is a bamboo acrobat. We have to imagine a man using a bamboo pole, probably placing it somewhere on his chest or on his forehead. And his assistant, a little girl, we assume, I would assume she's a preteen girl. Um, we're not quite sure. One of the commentaries tried to turn her into a boy, but she had to be rescued as a girl. Um, who is climbing on that pole, first on the man on his shoulders and then probably climbing up on the pole. She has the unflattering name of uh, Frying Pan. Um, It's hard to say why. Um, The hypothesis that this is what she does for most of her life is hopefully not true. Um, I think she's been doing this, she comes to that name because she's probably skinny and she's probably doing something horizontal on that bamboo pole. So I think she's planking up there. This is my... Oh, we're learning. So, the bamboo pole, he has, just tells me that maybe at the hip, and there is, on top of that pole, is apparently a tiny platform, on, and that platform she does things. Is that correct? I just identified a pictorial representation of this story, the first one we ever found in the whole history of India in Kanagan Halli. That's a recent excavations. And so you can see the guy below, and he has like a belt, and the stick is right held by the belt. And, and then the stick above has a small kind of thing like this, and the, you see the other person, the small one, climbing up, ah. and somebody else standing there going... <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so, so you get the picture. Yeah. So our girl is probably planking up there and doing some exercises. And so the Buddha speaks how the the master, she, he is referred to her, to he, by her as master, addresses her before doing this and says, look, you go up there and then while when you're up there, you take care of me and I take care of you, and in this way, both of us are taken care of. And then the unusual turn, the girl is not in accordance with this. She, dis- she disagrees with her master, which is unusual. She says, no, 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 this doesn't work like that. You know, you have to take care of yourself, and I have to take care of myself. The word is rakati, protect. And then in this way, both of us are protected. The Buddha then agrees with the girl. So he clearly sides with the girl and says, in this case, Medakatalika is correct. Uh, you know, you protect, you, you protect yourself first. And then, um, and after having given the girl right in this case, he proceeds in a wonderful dialectic loop and he says, um, and by protecting oneself, one protects others. And by protecting others, one protects oneself. So he weaves it together. And then he continues and says, yeah, and how does one protect uh, others by protecting oneself? And he says, by pursuing the practice of the Satipatthanas, by developing or bringing into being 
the establishment of this of the of mindfulness and by making much of it bahuli kamena by doing a lot of it that's how in protecting yourself you protect others and then he proceeds and how do you protect yourself by protecting others and then he lists by kantiya by forbearance yeah very old fashioned beautiful word by forbearance by um meta chitayata by uh, loving kindness by non-violence avihinsaya and uh, the last one is anudataya by sympathy or this is the closest to compassion so you protect yourself by protecting others through your forbearance through your non-violence through your loving kindness and through your sympathy yeah, through your compassion in some way this little teaching weaves together yeah both taking care of yourself kind of individualist necessity of that's where the path starts and it you know is the foundation of buddhist ethics because you know when you when you look after yourself well you also look after others when you look after others well this helps looking after yourself can be found zeda kasutta samyutta nikaya 47th grouping 19th piece yeah that's famous thank you Allow the attention to settle into the body. Feel the body sitting. Experiencing the condition of the body just now. the flow of changing sensations and become aware of the condition of the mind how is the mind what is the state of mind by observing the changing experiences of body and mind 
we can come to clarity and peace with experience as it actually is. And we can also choose how to direct our energies, what to cultivate in the mind. And we may want to, at times, cultivate this beautiful quality of loving-kindness, metta, benevolence, goodwill. Allow metta to arise within your own experience of this moment. Let it be known. You might nurture the arising of metta with an image, with a phrase of good wishes with a simple recognition that just as we wish to be happy and well, so do all beings share this wish and want to be happy and well. We might simply bring the attention to reflect upon metta, benevolence and have that simple thought bring forth this quality that we know deep within our minds, deep within the heart. Allow metta to suffuse your body and mind, to pervade, to drench, to saturate your experience of this moment as you sit. Aware of sitting, aware of metta. See for yourself how you can incline your intention to metta, what nourishes this quality and intention of goodwill. It might be an image, it might be a phrase, it might be a sense of profound trust and appreciation in metta. Allow the metta to build, to develop, to enrich 
the experience of this moment so that every aspect of the body, every aspect of the mind is touched by metta. Know the capacity of your own heart of goodwill, of love, of kindness, and the beauty and strength in that. As you sense the quality of loving-kindness and metta arising, allow it to flow forth. Impose no restrictions. Allow it to flow into this world in all directions. Offering goodwill, good wishes, kindness, benevolence, metta to all beings everywhere. In all directions, near and far. without preference, without discrimination. May all beings be happy and well. Trust in the potency of your own good wishes. Trust in the potency of the thought of metta and let it flow, let it radiate, let it reverberate through the world to whatever extent it may. Put no boundaries and no borders around it. Trust it. Metta. Kindness, love.
allow the mind to dwell and to rest within this vast, expansive, immeasurable field of loving-kindness. And sense the mind of metta as boundless. a boundless friendliness towards all life everywhere. What a beautiful condition to meet the moment. What a beautiful condition of mind. Allow the pervasiveness of metta to dissolve any boundaries, the boundaries between me and you, between self and other. Let go of those contractions and rest the mind 
in this vast and expansive friendliness, benevolence. As we dwell in this radiant experience of loving-kindness, we will allow this space for Venerable Analio and the monastics that must depart immediately from the retreat to leave us, to let these conditions end and allow them to leave within this field of loving-kindness. goodwill towards all.
moment to look at this condition of loving-kindness. To not only radiate loving-kindness throughout the world, but to also know what is that quality within the mind? What is the feeling? How do you recognize it? Look now at metta, this condition of the mind. May all beings be happy. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings awaken and end the causes of suffering. May you go in peace and joy. So thank you. The retreat has formally concluded. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.